the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. Stream on the go with the free Business 1440 mobile app. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. North Korea's rapidly accelerating nuclear weapons program, I should say, is beginning to pose a grave challenge for liberal South Korean President Moon Jae-in, whose dovish proposals for engagement have been met mostly by silence, as well as two intercontinental ballistic missile tests now in less than a month. In the wake of the North's latest test, a stern-looking moon today sounded more like its conservative predecessor than his uh, normal rhetoric. White House in turmoil now. President Trump abruptly announcing late yesterday he was appointing Homeland Security Secretary John Kelly to be his chief of staff. That ends a tumultuous six-month tenure for Reince Priebus. On Wall Street Friday, the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 34 points. It will open on Monday at 21,830. The Nasdaq was down to 8 points, and the S&P 500 down by 3. This is SRN News. Hi, Bam Ransom here, along with Johnny Dean and Rick the Professor Plum. We know how important financial planning and wealth education can be. So we're focusing the show on the investment strategy designed for the needs you have today and the goals you have for the future. Join us for Bucket Strategy Investing. Bucket Strategy Investing. Answering questions about your most important financial challenges, your 401ks, IRAs, Social Security, and more. Join us every day for Bucket Strategy Investing. Tune in every weekday at noon on the new Business 1440. Attention investors, protect your IRA or 401k by storing your retirement at home with an Augusta Home Delivery Gold IRA. Call Augusta today at 888-852-4788 for a free guide on transferring a portion of your IRA or 401k into approved physical gold and silver coins and store them in your safe at home or at your local bank. Call 888-852-4788 today and discover how you can get up to $2,000 in silver free. Call 888-852-4788. That's 888-852-4788. What do your weekday evenings look like? For me, they were spent stressing over my daughter's math homework. Hours of it. Until we found Mathnasium Learning Centers. Their teaching method is fun and effective. All that time spent struggling with homework has been replaced with stress-free dinners and quality family time. Mathnasium gave us our evenings back and gave my daughter the tools she needs to succeed and the opportunity to simply enjoy being a kid. Visit Mathnasium.com today to find your nearest location. Have you heard of the Summer Slide? Well, it's not as fun as it sounds. In fact, it's impacting our children's education and not in a good way. Studies show that most students lose two months' worth of math skills during summer vacation. Thankfully, Mathnasium Learning Centers are here to prevent learning loss and help kids get ahead. With over 600 locations worldwide, we're breaking the summer slide trend. Visit Mathnasium.com today to find the center nearest you. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show, live and local, covering the economy and your business. On Business 1440, now, here's King Banyan. This is the hour I like best, don't you? Welcome and good morning, King Banyan Show. I never know what that's going to be. I mean, <laughs> that's excellent. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Yep, we don't do Job Saturday this week. We do GDP Saturday. Um, yeah, we'll kick through this GDP report in in what uh, the Associated Press has labeled the weakest economic recovery since World War II. I think that was just discovered in 2017. Um, by at least by the Associated Press, uh, we'll cover that. Yeah, I suppose we have to talk about the healthcare thing, don't we? Um, I'm not going to talk about politics. Um, politics are politics, but I will talk about 
about uh, the impact that 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 kind of vote has on um, on where the where this economy goes, and they they kind of tie together um, in in a strange way. I was just listening to uh, our the previous show and and discussing the the fact that. Uh, Maybe interest rates are low because they think Washington gets nothing done, and I thought that's a really perceptive idea. I think that's a, I think that might, I, th- I think that has merit and maybe deserves a little expanding upon. But first, this Ronnie James Dio is going is going to go on a tour, which is kind of odd because he's been dead for five years, right? <laughs> so what are we doing? They apparently have created a hologram, and they're going to tour the Dio Disciples, which was, which is basically the band, the, the band that played around him at the end of his career. They're going to tour, tour with this. This is from Rolling Stone a few days ago. I just happened to catch this through uh, Tyler Cowen's wonderful Marginal Revolution blog uh, this morning. Um, they will kick off a European leg of performance in theaters on November 30th in Helsinki before hitting South America, Australia, and Asia. The tour will arrive in the U.S. in the spring of 2018 and hit select festivals next summer. His This is being put on in, in no small part by his widow, Wendy, uh, who said... Who says, you know, Ronnie was, uh, oh, so this is the setup. In 1986, Ronnie and I created the crystal ball with Ronnie filmed and speaking in a suspended crystal ball effect done with back projection, which was the closest we could get to a hologram. Ronnie was always wanting to experiment with new stage ideas and was a big Disney fan. With this said, I am sure he is giving us blessing, his blessing with this hologram project. He gives the fans that saw Ronnie perform an opportunity to see him again. Yeah, it gives you a chance to make some more money. I, okay, I am not. Um, I am not going to. Uh, I'm not going to venture too big a guess on this, but I kind of think that it's likely that um, that uh, Wendy Dio owns the rights to all the music. And is basically trying to find a way to keep the money rolling in. Uh, All right, so if you're a guy of a certain age, keep it going. If you're a guy of a certain age, like mine, there were there were like two strands when you were when you were a younger guy, when you were a high schooler, as I was in the early seventies. There was the Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin track and then there was another track that took you down emerson lake and palmer and yes and and deep purple which kind of lived in between in uriah heap and that i was much more the second track than the first track so i had lots of friends who in their in their in their um in 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 their high school yearbooks were putting quotes from sabbath and from and from zeppelin who would have in college just been absolutely attracted to um, to uh, Holy Diver and, and We Rock and King of Rock and Roll and all that, all those good Dio songs. It leaves me cold. Have no desire <laughs> to do any of that. And now 30 years later, they're going to do that. By the way, I am actually going to go see the Yes concert um, that's coming to uh, Minnesota in September. Um and then try to figure out how to get from that straight to a studio so I could do the show for you because the show's on, the yes is on a Friday night. And I'm going to have to find a way to get to a studio to do the show on Saturday because it's far enough away it'll be an effort to get back to where I'm sitting here right now up in St. Cloud. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, nothing ever seems to go away, um, including this, including this recovery. You know, and it, it, I hesitate to call it an expansion, and we should we should probably be careful about that. And so, um, the Associated Press. Um, let me see if I can find that that piece. I've lost. Here it is. Um, Associated Press started with 
The U.S. economy acquired an exclusive label Friday, recession-free for eight full years, yet the third longest economic winning streak in American history still doesn't get much love. No wonder. Despite its longevity, the expansion has delivered subpar gains in its pace of growth, full-time hiring, and pay increases since it's emerged from the wreckage of the Great Recession in June of 2009. It's the weakest economic recovery since World War II. Not as weak as a hologram as Ronnie James Dio, but eh, whatever. Anyway, what happened? What was in this number? Well, it's pretty simple. Given the forecasts that were out there, um, we f- the forecast was for a 2.7% uh, 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 growth. Uh, that was the base of the, of the Fed survey. Uh, excuse me, the Wall Street Journal survey and the Bloomberg surveys. Most of the surveys that were out there, the Atlanta Fed actually nailed it right on the button at 2.6% growth. So if you look at the... If you, so if you look and the price index is up one uh, percent, um, and and inventories barely changed at all. So, as you know, my my to pull the noise out of the GDP numbers, I often look at domestic final sales rather than GDP, and, and domestic final sales also increased at the same two point six rate. So there's no noise in this whatsoever. There's, you know, that 2.6 is, in honest to goodness, 2.6, which is good but not great. And I've ta- I said two to two and a half, and I'll tell you what I'll, I'll take two point I'll take 2.6 as being within within limits. I didn't I wasn't too bad on this on this particular forecast. It's a little higher than I thought it would be, and largely the reason it was a little bit higher than I thought was a was a substantial surge in durable goods. Durable goods went up by the durable goods orders, which actually came uh, which came out actually um, earlier in the week. Uh, rose durable goods orders rose six and a half percent in the month of June, and so that growth was was a major contribution. I think to why personal consumption expenditures came in higher, why uh, why we why we saw you know why we saw GDP up a little bit. If there's any noise in this particular bit of data, it's the fact that um, uh, uh, the second quarter saw a pretty big build out in civilian aircraft um, in in the second quarter. It's not clear to me whether that's a sustainable increase. But everything else that's out there actually looks reasonably good. And so my my thought process um, in looking at the data would, would be we're in this 2.5% world. I don't know that we're ever going to get to um, – I'm sorry. I'm looking at the screen. I'm laughing because uh, Vincent, uh, who calls into – to give us uh, thoughts, uh, give thoughts to John and not and not to me, Vincent. You can talk to me someday. Um, uh, but uh, first, fake news and now fake deal. That's awesome. I got it. That that deserved to be shared with the world, and so it has. Thank you, Vincent. Um, the but this is not fake data. I mean, this data strikes me, and this data will be revised. We'll see numbers move around. A little bit, so maybe my two to two and a half will be right when they get through the two revisions to this data that will come over the next 45 days. But I think this is a legitimate signal of where the economy is. The 1.2, I think, think had some anomalous qualities to it. This does not. I think this one is quite real. But the thought that we could ever get to 3% or 4% growth, I think, is not real. Given where we, given where we are, and I note uh, that um, that uh, let me let me find the tweet in which I put this. Um, the uh, 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 hang on a second, there it is. Um, from uh, 
from uh, uh, Brian Brian Westbury in the first Trust uh, Economics blog. Uh, he argues that uh, that uh, suggests that uh, the that the Fed's going to increase interest rates, and he actually argues that we're going to see three plus uh, in in three percent plus for growth. But his argument is inventories have not risen. There was no change in inventories. Virtually, when the GDP number and the real and the and the final sales number are the same, it means inventories didn't change at all. He's actually arguing that inventories should be increasing a little bit. I don't agree with that. Businesses do not like to hold inventories. They prefer to produce just in time when they can. I think that inventories are going to probably probably are at the level that they really should be at and that they're not going to change enough to appreciably change the GDP figures in the second half. And so I think two and a quarter, two and a half, I think even something like a two seven or two eight is certainly reasonable to think for the third and fourth quarters, but I sure don't think the 3% that I thought was going to happen, I don't think that 3% really is going to happen. Okay, so uh, um, those who are saying 3% plus uh, for economic growth, I think need a better story than an inventory investment wave. Um, I think they need a story that describes how how you'll get some functioning in DC that may help. I'm going to I'm going to talk more about this and we'll dig a little deeper into the GDP numbers right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan show on this for 1440. and my mom named her revolutionary hair color company after me. My mom taught me that women can do anything they set their mind to. Hi, I'm Madison's mom, Amy Errett. I founded Madison Reed with the idea to create luxurious, ammonia-free, salon-quality at-home hair color that saves women time and money. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, multi-dimensional, shiny hair. I'm proud to say Madison Reed is a female-led company. From our chief marketing officer to our master colorist, we're all women and top experts in our field. Founded in love, we are a hair color company led by women, made for women. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code GRATEFUL. That's code GRATEFUL. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. Bingo. Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, or even the cat. Need him to deliver the message? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a click away. Go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Business 1440. For centuries, it's been called the land of promise. Today, it's the land of blessing. In 2017, come and experience for yourself the only place God called my land. Experience Israel next fall and celebrate Jerusalem's 50th anniversary. A -a once-in-a-lifetime trip awaits as you travel with Business 1440 and Genesis Tours. Tour Israel like never before during nine exciting days. You'll visit Galilee, the Jordan Valley, the Garden Tomb, and many historic sites. Embolden your faith and trace back to the very steps of Jesus and experience firsthand the beauty of the Mediterranean landscapes, culinary delights, and return home with a renewed vision for your life. A dedicated team of passionate and knowledgeable professionals will lead this tour. Four- and five-star travel accommodations will give you comfort and safety for the duration of the trip. For full cost and trip details, visit TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, keyword Israel. 
It's the kid in grade school who paints her face blue and white before every home game. It's the accountants and salesmen who give up their Friday evenings to referee. It's the cashier at the corner convenience store who wears school colors on every game day. What makes high school sports here in Minnesota so special? They do. You do. We all do. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. That's the one. That is like the very first song that where I said, that's it. That's the music. Yep. I get to go see him in, in September or what's left of them. What's great is Rick Wakeman is in the tour. So otherwise, I don't think if Rick Wakeman and Steve Howe were both not there, I certainly wouldn't go. Anyway, King Banging Show, Business 1440. We're... we're where John plays whatever music I say, and where 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 we had to wash away the Dio. <laughs> we just had to wash away the Dio. Get oh the Dio gosh. off you. Get the Dio off you. That's exactly. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. With your questions or comments, someone asked. Um, I think Don asked on Twitter. You know, is this article? from the AP a little bit biased. Um, um, it does. He, he goes on to, this article goes on to say, and I think it actually has an author. So I'll, yes, he's their economics writer for, for AP, a, for uh, Paul Wiseman. Um, uh, the economy is hardly the disaster that President Donald Trump insists he inherited. Employers have been hiring steadily month after month since 2010, a majority of Americans now enjoy unusual job security. Okay, let me talk about that a second, because I don't, I, that certainly isn't the way you hear it from folks. Remember a couple years ago, we would get these, we would get these polls that would say 30 to 40 percent of people thought that the economy was still in a recession. Could you actually feel like the economy was still in a recession and have unusual job security? That's a, that's a really, I, I got to question that one. Um, I don't know what kind of job security to talk about. I, what I think he's trying to say, and if so, it's a misleading statement, is that there's a lot less turnover of jobs than there was before. That is true. But that is not a good thing. Remember, job turnover usually involves people quitting a job where they're valued less and earning less and moving to a job where they're valued more and earning more. We like job turnover. And if you're taking the difference in quit rates and the different or if you're taking even the the discharge rate, so the rate, the rate of what uh, euphemistically is called involuntary separation. That's a bunch of syllables that just means you got fired or you got laid off. Okay. Yes, those numbers are down, but that's because that seems to be, based particularly on surveys that we do up here at St. Cloud State, that's particularly because we because businesses find it hard to find qualified workers, so they do what they can to keep the workers they have, keep them happy, keep them employed. Has it shown up in wage increases? Not necessarily. But it's beginning to look like it's going there. They're certainly offering them more more hours. They're certainly offering them, you know, different benefits. And remember, benefits packages are increasing in price dramatically. Thank you, Senator McCain. And while those prices are increasing dramatically, we are not seeing layoffs at the at the to the extent that we thought they were. I think it's worth asking what would be the wage increases in the absence of of the increased uh, premiums that small businesses are having to pay 
for health insurance. 651-289-4477. Is this, this is, you know, now the third longest expansion. The other, the other two being the uh, Lyndon Johnson Vietnam War expansion from February 61 to December of 69. And then the dot-com expansion uh, that began in March 91 and ended in, in March of 2001. Those are the only two that are longer than this one. We're now at 96 months. We need 10 more months to beat the to beat the uh, uh, Johnson expansion, and then the 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 the, the, the Kennedy Johnson expansion that that uh, or actually Kennedy Johnson to Nixon. Okay, Nixon is is president through most through most of 1969, and then the Bush Clinton and then and then a month or two of Bush of Bush 43 that's 120 months so we are we are 14 months off from that so if we're having this conversation we have no recession until the end of next summer this will be the longest expansion but it's not going to be terribly it's not going to be terribly much fun why because GDP has grown less than 19% over the last eight months. That's, <clears throat> that's you know, compared to those other two, uh, 51% in the 60s, 34% in the, ni- in the 1990s. So 51 to 34 to 19. So, so, to, so to put that together, it's... Um, to put that together again, as we often do, we try to sum up the three pieces that can make that can make an economy grow. Looking at the supply pieces of the economy, so we're not looking at consumption, investment, in that. Although I need to say something about investment before before we leave the topic. But labor growth. Um, hasn't really been there. We still we still have labor force participation rates that are below what they were 15, 20 years ago, and have been dropping. You know, have been dropping, particularly for males. You know, in this long run secular trend. By secular, I mean something that I can't explain with the business cycle, and I can't explain really by looking at policy. There's something a little more. A little, a little, something a little demographic and a little uh, bit uh, cultural that seems to be going on to make that number decline. And we've talked about it a lot, and maybe we'll have uh, another talk for Jobs Saturday, which is next week, um, and we'll have, we'll have something for you uh, about that then. But there has been slow jobs growth. But there are two other components. One, we've talked about productivity which has been very, very slow. Yet on the other hand, you can also make an economy grow by increasing the amount of capital that, is, that, that it possesses. If I all of a sudden give you new equipment, or if I build new plants, or if I invest more in intellectual property, my economy is going to grow faster. And all of those items rose, um, all of those items rose in this last, uh, in this last uh, um, uh, uh, cycle, it appears. Equipment investment rose at an 8.2% annual rate. Non-residential structures increased at a 4.9% rate. Residential investment actually decreased so we're beginning to see this we're beginning to see what I think is what I think is going to happen is typically particularly after a housing collapse like we had in in the late 2000s the the, the way this pattern should evolve in my head is first there should be a real a, a, a real increase in the amount of investment in apartment buildings, in multifamily structures on the residential side. That period started in about 2011 and ran its course by the end of 2014. Then should come the single-family dwellings. 
You should see a big increase in residential home construction for single families. Second, that happened in, that started in the late 2014 and for the last two and a half years in many parts of the country. Residential construction has basically carried growth. What happens after that is usually business investment comes on, but it comes on last. Why? Because new businesses follow where new home construction is, right? Right? The first comes first comes the the churches, then the schools, then the stores, and all of that basically chasing the chimneys into new into new new subdivisions in new parts of cities. Places start to get annexed. That's that's a natural cycle, and that cycle is being is I think happening right now. So it would be no surprise to me to see a continued increase in business investment in the second half of 2017 that could really extend into 2018. But it is rate sensitive. It is tax sensitive in a way that residential investment is not. When you decide to move to a new house, the only thing that would keep keep would would mean that interest rates matter to you would be whether or not you could qualify for the mortgage of sufficient size to get the house that you really want. Okay, rates are not a, are not an issue. We're not seeing any. We're not seeing that at all. Um, even though existing home sales fell last month by one point eight percent. And the house price index is, but the house price index is beginning to slow down. We're not seeing a rapid expansion there. And I think that's an indicator that we might have run to the end of the period where people who maybe took apartments or moved in with mom and dad or did those things during the Great Recession when they no longer could afford their homes. I think those folks have, have done most of the move out. I think most of the inventory on banks' balance sheets of existing houses that they repossessed, I think those are coming off, and, and, and that, that's run its course. So the next leg of the economic expansion at 96 months that might actually take us all the way out to 120 months, right, actually could take us out into 2019 would be if business investment now takes the baton and runs us forward for the next for the next six to eight quarters. That is seriously possible, but it's going to take some things happening um, in D.C. that we need to pay attention to. We'll turn to those after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Tom Bodette. Apparently, the hip thing for businesses to do these days is target millennials. So it may sound sus coming from this baby boomer, but Motel 6 is a V-great place for your squad to stay woke or asleep. The updated rooms are hashtag blessed with contemporary floors, bedding, and flat screen TVs that are totally on fleek. Plus, their prices are always low AF. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll keep it lit for you. Book online at motel6.com. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. 
I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing, but Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Weston Edina Galleria, September 15th and 16th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, Welcome back. King Banyan Show. This is 1440. Remember, go over to Spotify to hear the playlist for this show. I'm going to assume, John, that it's D.O. free. I'm going to have to go add the D.O. to it, actually, now. A little, D-O, a little yes. I'll, I'll make sure it's on there for all the D.O. files out there. files. All right. <laughs> So if you need to get your daily Dio dose, you're going to go over to Spotify and in the uh, and in the search box, you're going to type Spotify colon user colon KYCR underscore studio. That's Spotify colon user colon KYCR underscore studio, and that's going to find you the playlist for the show, and uh, you can fast forward over Dio if need be. I know I will. So, <laughs> I just saw this. It just happened to come in. You know, uh, um, Steve Hankey, uh, who is a professor at uh, Johns Hopkins, um, has put it, just put up a chart. I just retweeted it to us at hashtag pound KBRS if you'd like to, if you'd like to follow the conversation of the show, which goes on all week. It goes on all week. So, Narn fan and Don and Dean and Frank and all those folks keep the keep it all coming uh, day after you know day after day. It's not just a, okay. KBRS is not just a Saturday thing. You can you can come you can come join the party all week long. Um, Ken and Champlin um, steps in from time to time too. But take a look at this chart. Um, it's the it's the chart of U.S. home ownership rates, and you can just see the bubble, and you can see that it's just barely bounced back now. So, could housing op, um, uh, could could housing just uh, come roaring back still? Possibly, but I don't think so. Because the low interest rates and and a fresh supply of uh, 
of single-family dwellings won't get people out of their apartments. Maybe they're just not going to. And I do think, and this is what makes me makes me uh, humored by this this AP piece talking about unusual job security. If you have job security, buying a house probably makes some sense. Um, but if you don't have job security, you probably want to stay in an apartment, right? Well, take a look at where home ownership rates are in the United States right now. They're still low. So I think there I think again, I don't think there's enough demand out there to see that um to see another big wave of residential construction. I think where the next pieces are coming and we're beginning to see this. I I sit on a uh, an economic development authority board here in the St. Cloud area and I and as I look um as I look out there, I I see a few more cranes uh, working to build a few more places. I'm seeing businesses add on to the space they already have. Um, there's a there's a um, place that makes novelty T-shirts uh, over on the east side of St. Cloud. Um, the owner is a good friend, um, occasional golf partner, uh, and. Um, He's done two expansions, and he's he says, if I wasn't landlocked, I'd probably look at doing a third. There, I mean, there are opportunities out there, I think, right now. Now, those aren't really good high-tech jobs. Uh, there's some technology in, in getting his stuff to to market, um, but there's there's not nearly so much there when it comes to, um, uh, but not, not nearly so much as, being able to find workers to come come there. So, again, I, one of the things worth worth noting, I believe, in this piece, and this is sort of, I'll come to the end of the GDP analysis here in just a moment. But one thing that 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 I wanted to point out, and this comes from the Hamilton Place Strategies fact sheet, I, which I love this. I I look for it on GDP release day. Um, I look for them to send this send this out. Uh, if you if you look at where we are with a growth of one point two percent in Q one, two point six percent in Q two, and then ask where are we relative to the Fed's forecast for the remainder of twenty seventeen, they would forecast GDP growing only one point eight percent in Q three and Q four. If you look at the White House's goal for GDP growth for the rest of the year, they would they would guess a forecast of about two and a quarter percent. What I would okay and and, and the average growth rate of this expansion has been almost exactly two percent. So White House and Fed policy vis-a-vis the economy is moving according to their plan so if you thought if if you thought that the fed if it stayed on its plan would increase interest rates one more time maybe in maybe in december there's almost no chance there's almost no chance that they won't do that because the growth of gdp is going to beat their estimate and because they view the world through Phillips, Phillips curve lenses, it only makes sense to think that somewhere, probably in the December meeting, they're going to take the rate up one more time. That is, again, if if I am right, and the, and the next two quarters are basically what this quarter was, then. It's almost impossible to believe that the Fed won't raise rates one more time. So if you're if the market thinks as it seems to right now that the odds of one more Fed rate increase are well under 50%, then that would also mean that would also have to mean that the growth of GDP in the third and fourth quarter will be below this one that this might very well be the the fastest growth we see this year 
I don't think that's true. But I think the markets do. And my my sole piece of advice here would be to say, think about what it would mean if the if if when we have this conversation at the end of October about Q3 growth, it turns out to be at this level. Because right now, from where I sit today, that's my that's my first guess for what that Q3 number looks like. Whereas the guess for the guesses that would come out of the White House or come out of the Fed, out of the FOMC, are for growth rates closer to two than two and a half. Should it matter this much? I mean, it's worth thinking about. Should it should it matter this much that that we think it's two versus two and a half? I really believe that the Fed's reactions right now are kind of at a knife edge. The announcement this week of Fed policy, which which I'll talk about very briefly in the next segment, basically say, hey, look, GDP, you know, we're we're aiming to increase, uh, we're you're aiming to start the reductions of uh, of uh, our balance sheet in September. Okay, they were saying before the end of the year they tried they wishy washyed it in in June. Now they're pretty firm. It would be a real surprise to us if they didn't do it then. And this number certainly makes that more rather than less likely. We'll be back. We'll be back after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Coming up on the King Banyan Show, King takes on cultural luminaries like Chuck Barris, Rick Moranis, and Ed Morrissey. KYCR Golan Valley, a service of Salem Communications. Are your investments doing the best they can? Do you know the biggest risks in your portfolio? If you don't know the answers, you need Nepsis's Smart Investing with Clarity Portfolio Management Approach. You might have all your investments in mutual funds and ETFs, but that's not smart. They lack the flexibility and transparency you need to capture market opportunities and tax advantages. Nepsis's Smart Investing with Clarity starts with a customized, separately managed account. SMAs are smart, allowing you to manage your portfolio with precision. Mutual funds and ETFs are blended and restricted. You don't know what you own and can't make the most of your investments. With SMAs, you can invest more in great companies, generate cash, and gain tax advantages easily. Let Nepsis show you our smart approach to investing. Call 952-746-2003 to learn more about SMAs and smart investing. Or visit NepsisCapital.com to take our free investment stress test. It's time you get smart with your investments. You give your business everything, but now you have a decision to make. Should you grow or go? Every business owner will exit their business someday. It's a big personal and financial decision. The best business owners know what their business is worth, and they know their options. Sunbelt Business Advisors can help you understand what your business is worth now and how to net the most when you sell. And if your business isn't ready for sale, we will show you how to get it ready. Here's the best part. Sunbelt gets paid when you get paid at the closing table. And if you aren't ready to exit your business right now, but you want to know what your company is worth, Sunbelt will meet with you for no charge, no cost, no commitment, absolutely confidential. Confidentially. So, whether you're ready to go or still working on your grow, meet with Sunbelt now. The world's largest business brokerage firm is ready to help you. Call 612-455-0880. 612-455-0880. That's 612-455-0880. Or go to sunbeltminnesota.com. sunbeltminnesota.com. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. 
Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Show business fourteen forty. By the way, I got to ask John a question. Shoot. John, have you found the soundtrack for uh, that that FX show Snowfall yet? No, I haven't, but I have. <laughs> so our engineer Steve comes into the studio last week, and he looks at he goes he sees FX Snowfall. He goes he goes Are you looking for a sound effect for Snowfall? trying to trying to figure out what kind of sound effect that would be Uh, but no i haven't had a chance i did look through it briefly last week and i saw it it looked like a really good one i just had a chance to go listen actually yeah i've played i've played it in the car uh it it's it just makes me it just brings me back to uh uh my graduate school days living in los angeles well thank you for the reminder i'm definitely gonna check that out later yeah look into that absolutely that's that's your sound Right there. Uh, actually, you're a little earlier than that sound, but it's sort of a logical place for you to go. Oh, it looked great. Uh, so, f- talk briefly about the uh, uh, Fed, the Fed meeting, and and uh, minutes that, or a statement that came out. We don't have the minutes yet, obviously. Uh, the minutes that have come out indicate that they really are planning to, uh, they really are planning to do this increase in or do this balance sheet reduction, and they might have been thinking about doing it sooner. Um, it's remarkable in the following way. So if you look at the, uh, if you look at the, uh, uh, the uh, growth rate of prices in the, uh, in the uh, GDP report, they're well below the 2% um, target that the, uh, that the Fed says it wishes to, to keep. Um, and, and it, it and they make note, um, they make note in this in the FOMC statement that was released on Wednesday of this past week that on a twelve month basis, and this is a revised sentence: overall inflation and the measure excluding food and energy prices have declined and are running below two percent. There is um, they removed the somewhat. Uh, or remove the recently, they they seem to clearly admit that interest that inflation is going to run below two percent for a while, and there's no change in that particular bit of the statement. But they do say uh, this: what changed was they originally had said in June they said the committee currently expects to begin implementing balance sheet normalization program this year, provided that the economy evolves broadly as anticipated. Um, and then what they put in instead is, is the committee expects to begin its balance sheet normalization program relatively soon. So they took out the words this year and put in relatively soon. Markets interpret this to be September. Which is the next Fed meeting will be will be in about seven weeks. We'll hear probably more about it, and I will talk about it not on Job Saturday next week. I'll probably wait to do it the week after. Um, we'll we'll start talking about what's going to happen at the annual uh, Fedapalooza, uh, which is the uh, the Kansas City Fed's. Uh, annual meeting on monetary policy that happens at Jackson Hole, uh, which happens in the middle of August. We will, we, we won't, we obviously won't have the information for that this coming week, 
but in in a couple of weeks, two or three weeks from now, we'll we'll talk about what's being discussed at this. Because my guess is there will be a paper or two on the impact of balance sheet normalization, a research paper or two released on it, and we'll pick it apart for you right here. Just one last note on the on the on on the on the FOMC statement. Neil Kashkari, who dissented when they raised interest rates in June, is now back to supporting this. So it strikes me that that what one thing that will be interesting to people is Kashkari, who's been a dissenter on the rate increases, is probably not a dissenting vote on balance sheet normalization. And that's kind of signaled by his switch to positive um his switch to a, a yes vote on the statement this time. I believe that's going to mean that he's going to be a yes vote uh, as well for balance sheet normalization. Uh, they, they've got now seven weeks to get ready for this. They've signaled it now for for all, for going on three months. Um, it's likely to happen, and they should have all their ducks in a row by then. So as... I'll, I'll wait to get to that story till till after the top of the hour, but I, I will set up a wonderful piece um, in the American Spectator on how California is killing uh, economic growth. Um, but so is so is health so is the healthcare debate, and we're going to talk about both of those in the next hour. But to, to summarize, Good growth, good GDP number, nothing really weird going on inside the data. Looks like there's a transition from talking about talking about uh, uh, housing as moving the economy to instead having um, having a business investment moving the economy. Personal consumption still doing well. Durable goods orders seems to be doing reasonably well. I think car sales are doing fine. I think all of those places are in place. So when people ask me, any any recession in 2017? I think the answer is pretty clearly now as we come to the end of July. You're not going to see one before the end of this year. And you should be pretty comfortable with that. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. I would tear this old building down. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Business 1440. For centuries, it's been called the land of promise. Today, it's the land of blessing. In 2017, come and experience for yourself the only place God called my land. Experience Israel next fall and celebrate Jerusalem's 50th anniversary. A -a once-in-a-lifetime trip awaits as you travel with Business 1440 and Genesis Tours. Tour Israel like never before during nine exciting days. You'll visit Galilee, the Jordan Valley, the Garden Tomb, and many historic sites. Embolden your faith and trace back to the very steps of Jesus and experience firsthand the beauty of the Mediterranean landscapes, culinary delights, and return home with a renewed vision for your life. A dedicated team of passionate and knowledgeable professionals will lead this tour. Four- and five-star travel accommodations will give you comfort and safety for the duration of the trip. For full cost and trip details, visit TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, keyword Israel. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-461-8937. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-461-8937 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-461-8937 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-461-8937. 
Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Al and Mike as they'll be explaining real assets, investments that are tangible, assets you can touch and feel. Investments in these types of real assets are often overlooked, but historically offer better returns while at the same time reducing risk. Tune in to hear the real risk and return facts surrounding real asset strategies for today's market. Al and Mike have solutions and strategies for you. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Al and Mike Sunday at 2 p.m. on Business 1440. Or call them now at 855-231-6010. goodness, I am tired of being known only as the guy who turns into a werewolf at the full moon. There's more to me than that. Just like Geico. Sure, they could save you money, but Geico also has a 97% customer satisfaction rating. So you know people love them. And yeah, I become a man-beast once a month, but I become the world's greatest crepe chef every single Saturday morning. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 